Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on personal transformation for sensitive souls through mindset and wellness. So welcome, welcome. I'm so happy and so excited to have you. If you're tuning in in real time and this is the beginning of a new year for you, then this episode, this series is going to be really, really helpful. But no matter when you tune in, even if it's a long way from this post to date, It's still going to be relevant for your life, and that's what matters. Today, we're kicking off a new series. We're focusing all on reinventing ourselves. I think it is so necessary, and I think it's really starting to pick up now. You know, we've been through quite a bit of challenges over the last few years, and through that, we tend to lose a bit of our identity. Through all of the shifts, the changes, the transitions that we've been through, we can get a little lost in the sauce, if you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that we've used to define us has truly been shifted or altered or burned down in some way. And in some spaces, it was so necessary. And in some spaces, it left us feeling really lost and just kind of out there. So I think now that some years have passed and some major challenges and changes that we've faced, we're in this space now where we're like, okay, I'm still here. I'm doing good. (laughs) I've faced fears I never thought I would face, but now I want to get back to me. And when you try to go back to yourself, you find that what was you before just may not work in this new era. And I think that's why we're really focused on reinventing ourselves. So I know, at least for me, that's where I'm at. And I'm really excited to dive into this journey with you. We're going to kick off talking about how to reinvent yourself in a year. Let's get into it. Okay. So how can we truly reinvent ourselves in a year? And I know a lot of us are so apprehensive to set new year's resolutions and set goals and to stay consistent and to do all these things. And I totally get that. I mean, how many times have we had a lot of failed expectations and that just kind of creates this vicious cycle of disappointment within ourselves and it can lower our self-esteem. Life will throw things at you. Twists and turns that you were not expecting will come up. And the older we get, the more dramatic it becomes for us, right? And we're more susceptible to experiencing things as we get older. We lose people that are close to us. We go through career transitions and the little petty things that maybe affected us when we were younger are minimized because we're facing more life-altering experiences. We're going through relationship changes. We're trying to 
take care of ourselves along the way. We've lost a lot of our structure and we're trying to rebuild it and it can just be really overwhelming for us. So I say all that to say, I don't want you to feel discouraged or have that same mindset like, oh man, I can't do this thing or why even try basically, right? So we know that we may face some changes and some challenges. And for that, it doesn't mean we don't set goals. It doesn't mean that we don't create a vision for ourselves. It doesn't mean that we don't even try. It means that we set ourselves up for those times along with setting up our goals, right? Okay. So that's what I'm here for. I'm all about setting us up for success. That is so, so, so important. Okay. All right. So how can we reinvent ourselves in a year? Number one, before you do anything, you have to create a vision for who you want to become. We've got to create a vision for who that is. And I know we're hearing it quite a bit and it's getting a little redundant. We're like, okay, I know, create a vision. (laughs) But truly create that vision as clear as possible for you. And when you create that vision, you must incorporate the why We're getting to this space now where you can't just make visions that sound nice or that look nice or a vision that maybe creates a sense of validation or approval from someone else because that's really what you're seeking. That is never going to stick. But when you tie your why to who you want to become or who you want to shift into or Become yourself again, but renewed, whatever it is. Create your why and make it strong. This is almost like a life or death situation. Honestly, when you dig a little deeper here and we're looking at it and we're being serious about our reinvention, you know, if you just want to change up your look or maybe you just want to be perceived a little differently, that's one thing. But to truly reinvent yourself takes a completely different mindset. And if you're in a space where you want to reinvent yourself, that means ultimately you most likely want to rebuild yourself. Maybe you've gone through a life transition that took everything from you. It could have been a breakup, a divorce, change in environment, change in location, change of jobs. And in that destruction of whatever you faced through that transition, a lot of you has been left behind. Pieces of who you were in those moments that once were no longer exist. Those cycles of yourself have been completed. You before you went through that phase. Think about you before that. Who were you before you got the career? Who were you before you got into the relationships? Who were you before you had the kids? Some of us don't even remember. Or it seems hazy or a little foggy. So take all of that in consideration 
when thinking about why do I want to reinvent myself? What have I been through and what do I owe myself to change? Is it health related, right? Like sometimes it catches us off guard where we're just going about life and then we go through a completely different shift in our health that we've never faced before and we don't even know how to reconnect with our bodies at that time. And if we don't get a hold of that, we could lose our life over it. If we don't get a hold over who we are financially, it could put us in a space of devastation further than where we are right now. If we don't get a hold of our relationships and the way that we interact and connect with others can leave us in this space of loneliness and feeling abandonment. This is for someone that is listening right now that has gone through some real serious stuff. And it is time for you to reconnect back to who you are, get familiar with your new self, and move forward in life. That's what this is about. I say all that to say, create that vision. Who is that identity? Who do you want to become? And the why behind that. Now, before I continue, I do want to let you know that right now you can go ahead. If you are one of those super serious people, there is a mindset program to support your reinvention for four weeks, 28 days to help your mind get shifted, to break those limiting beliefs when it comes to change and your reinvented self, to help you feel more at ease and reduce anxiety in the transitions that you're going through. And to ultimately challenge your mind in new ways to become that new reinvented self. So if that's something you're interested, just go in the description, click the link, and it'll take you right there. All right. So let's move forward. We've defined or we are working on defining who we want to be. What does that look like to you and why? Why is this so important? But ultimately, how does this new person that you're seeking to become or this reinvented version of yourself, how does this person help you? How does this person add value back to your life? We need to know those three things. If you can't answer those three things, then I would go back to basics and first really figure out your why. Okay. All right. So we've got those three questions down and those three things are truly going to navigate you through the rest of your transition of reinventing yourself in one year. By the time you complete this year and come out, if you stay consistent with the information I'm going to tell you, you will see a completely new shift in your life in the way that you feel about yourself and the way that others see and perceive you, the way that others treat you and the way that you can embrace and accept new opportunities for yourself. Now, as we complete those questions, the next question I have to ask you is what's the gap from where you are right now to who that person you're desiring to be? What's the gap? Do you have any of the habits, the characteristics, the thought patterns, the mindset? Do you have any pieces of that currently right now? 
Or do you have to completely adopt something that feels super foreign to you? Okay. And I think something that happens is when we have a really, really big gap and we really, really want to be this new person for whatever reason, we feel a lot of resistance. There's going to be more work involved to help recondition our mind to believe that we're even capable of becoming this new person. So it's so important for us to just really see where we are. And not only that, we can see our progress when we know where we are and where we want to be. What does it take to close the gap or to bring the gap a little closer? Now, we may not be exactly 100% as our new reinvented self. That may take a longer bit of time than a year, but we can definitely get to a space where we feel satisfied, we feel better, we feel happier about who we are. And that's what's most important. So define your gap, okay? So how, you know, what's stretch? Is it a big stretch or is it a small gap? The next thing I want to dive into when it comes to really changing yourself in a year, we've gone through the questions and defined, you know, what does reinvention mean to us? But the next thing I want to talk about are your habits. Now, your habits are really the output of what's going on on the inside. And what's challenging but so amazing about habits is that when we take an action over and over and over again, our brain automates it. It is a beautiful system when we use it well. And it will begin to automate it so we don't even have to consciously think about it all of the time. That could be to our benefit or that could be to our detriment. So if we have some bad habits that are creating the blocks, the resistance, the gaps to be even stronger from who we want to be and who we are, then we know we need to focus on breaking these habits or creating positive habits that will suppress the negative habits. Maybe the habits that we adopt are so attractive and so fun and so engaging for us and they give us that boost of dopamine, they give us that pleasure. Bad habits don't seem as desirable to us anymore. We often hear that it takes about 21 days for something to become a habit. That's not really true, okay? It can be for certain habits if you do, you know, small habits, it depends on what you're doing and where your mind is. It really takes anywhere between 18 and 254 days to truly anchor a new habit into your brain. So the average amount of time it takes to adopt a new habit or to create a habit or break a habit is 66 days. So if you can truly commit to one habit, in a little over two months, that's really the expectation that we should start setting for ourselves instead of 21 days, right? So 66 days is an average. And I think that even if you don't adopt the habit 100% of the time, you're going to be much more familiar with it to a point that if you slip at any time, it'll feel weird to you as opposed to it not being even existent in your mind. What can you do with this information? If you take five habits, just for a moment, think of five strong habits that are going to truly 
build you up that relate to your new reinvented self, that's the focus. Now to really take an account holistically as you are as a person, I would suggest to focus on a habit in each area of your life. So one new habit in health, one new habit in relationships, one new habit in your finances, and another new habit in your personal happiness. The fifth habit is totally up to you. You can double up on a category or you can pick something else that I didn't mention. Maybe it's a new habit in your business or maybe it's a new habit in your career or maybe it's a new habit in personal development or learning, whatever it is. But we only have space really for five strong habits, okay? So with that being said, what does that kind of look like? Well, maybe you can build a habit for two months, just focusing on making it really strong for your health, maybe drinking more water or going for a walk or hitting the gym or doing a certain exercise or just the habit of going, whatever that is. Or maybe it's a habit of eating cleaner or breaking the habit from eating out as much. And it can be really challenging in the habit formation process because we want to feel comforted. Like there's a reason we have certain habits because we want to feel comfortable. We want to feel at ease. We want to feel relaxed. We don't want to feel pain. We don't want to feel stress. So naturally, we're going to do habits that combat that to help us get through life, right? So guess what? (laughs) When you're trying to change your habits and you face adversity, you face a challenge, you have a bad day, yeah, you're going to want to slip back and do those bad habits and it can be really challenging. So discipline, it's key. And also giving yourself a little flexibility is totally okay. But as long as you get back on track, okay, for me, I am very rigid if I'm really serious about creating habit because I know if I take one day off, forget it. One day is going to become three days, going to become a week, going to become a month. And then I have to start back all over again. And it's so much harder. So for me, I'd rather just try my best to go as hard as I can for 66 days. And then at that point, I know I've done the work and it will become automatic for me. That's just an example of a habit in your health. But again, it's totally up to you. But these are areas of our life that really kind of support us in our well-being, right? Okay. Now, when it comes to habit formation, there are some hacks or some things you can do to boost your habits into becoming more adoptable and easier to achieve. You can incorporate triggers, so maybe a specific time that you do your habit Or maybe it's a certain scent that you smell when you do your habit. Whatever you can immerse your mind in to create that system for you, that's what we need to do. Make it as easy for your brain as possible. Set things out for you so you have less resistance. If you know you want to work out, make sure you have your workout clothes ready the night before. If you know that you want to drink more water, Fix your water bottle the night before so when you wake up, it's already prepared for you. Prepare yourself for the habit that you're wanting to take in, okay? Don't just 
say you want to do the habit and then, okay, I'm going to try to do it now. Mm -mm. Right? We need a little more support right now. The next piece to building your habit is also accountability. Accountability looks different for everyone. So sometimes it's external accountability. Sometimes it's a social accountability. Sometimes it's sharing with others what you're working on to make sure that you do it because you really don't want to hear them ask you, how's that going? And you haven't done it yet. <laughs> or sometimes it's intrinsic. Sometimes it's within ourselves. Like, you know, just being able to complete the habit for yourself is enough. It just depends. But how you track it is totally up to you. Maybe you use a planner or a tracker or you, you know, check something off every time you do the habit so you can see your progress. Now, side note again, one of the things I really like is there is a habit tracker in the reinvention program that you can totally use and customize and stay on track your habits. I told you I got your back. But yes, track your habits, you know, really look at yourself, take into account what's going on, make notes of what's happening in your life, what's creating blockages from you being able to achieve your habits. Is it lack of time, lack of motivation? Is it lack of resources? Okay, well, let's find a way to support you in making sure that you have what you need. Okay. All right. So that's what I have to share with you as far as habits. Now, if you incorporate that, just focus on five habits. That's it. I think our biggest mistake when we go into the new year, we want to do everything and we probably want to achieve five habits in one month. But as we've learned, it's not really attainable for our mind. But I promise you, each habit that you choose has a rippling effect on your life. So don't think that just because you just do one habit every two months, that it's something small. Sometimes we do that and we shut ourselves down from even succeeding because we're like, oh, that's not really a big deal. Yes, it is. Okay, if you drink enough water every day, you're fully hydrating yourself. It's not just staying hydrated, but it's affecting your mood. It's affecting your stress levels. It's bringing that nice glow into your skin. It's supporting your hair growth. It's doing so much more for you than just hydration. Okay. So with that, what does that do? That one habit makes a whole area of your life that much better. So that's what I mean. Make sure you pick really good habits, okay? Because they can have an amazing impact on your life. Okay, so we've talked about habits. The other thing I want to share with you as far as like goal setting and getting things done one of the things that was really helpful for me in achieving things and productivity was the 12 week year process. There is a book called 12 week year, and it's really good because it helps you frame in your mind. You don't have to take a whole year to accomplish something. You have the power and ability to accomplish four big things in one year. Four big things in one year and five habits that you're changing, you will absolutely become a new person. So let's talk more about this 12-week year. So you pick one goal. Maybe you want to elevate your career or your business, or maybe you want to learn a new language, whatever that is. Set one goal each week 
you work towards that goal. So whatever the goal is, break it down in a way that can be accomplished in 12 weeks, whatever that looks like to you. You can really customize that in several different ways. So I'll leave that creative portion to you. But to know, hey, you know what? I'm not going to try to do a million things at once. We are going to focus on one thing for 12 weeks. That's it. Three months. Focus on one thing. And stay on it. Stay consistent. Again, track your progress. Think of each week as a month. You'd be surprised how much you can accomplish in one week if you stay diligent about it. Think about it. Get the book. There's even a workbook you can do. And it can be really helpful to truly achieving your goals and not waiting until the end of the year to try to push yourself and you're burning yourself out and you only accomplish maybe half of the goal. And that's really not the goal, is it? And the other thing that's really great is that by the end of those first 12 weeks, you can look at yourself, you can see your progress. And if you didn't fully accomplish the goal or you didn't fully achieve what you wanted, guess what? We've got another 12 weeks to try it again. And each time you try it, you're going to get stronger and better and quicker and faster every time. So that is the powerful thing about incorporating the 12-week year when it comes to productivity and your goals. The next thing I want to share with you is consider your personal brand. Your personal brand is truly the unwritten, unspoken pieces of you. It's the way that you interact with others. It's the way that you communicate. It's the energy that's felt in the room when you're in it. It is the je ne sais quoi. (laughs) Don't mind my French, but it is just the thing, the essence of you. That's your personal brand. And when you're intentional about that personal brand, there are certain things you can make sure that you add into your daily interactions your style, your presence, the way you communicate, all of that. And in order to truly create a successful personal brand, you have to really take a third person picture of yourself. You've got to step out of who you are. You've got to see yourself from the outside. And that requires a lot of self-awareness. That's hard for some people. But if you can become so super self-aware, not too self-aware where you're like, oh gosh, you know, I don't want anybody to judge me or I don't want to be criticized or I'm scared to really be myself. I want to be invisible. All of that is when we're a little too self-aware, but when we can become aware in a sense that let's take an objective view of ourselves from the outside and really look at ourselves and see how would this be felt from the outside. We've really started to focus a little too much on not caring about what other people think. And we have to walk a fine line with that. We don't want to overemphasize or put too much weight on other people's opinions of us. However, when it comes to how we communicate and interact and build relationships with people, I do think it is very important that we are mindful about how 
others may receive us. Okay. Not necessarily what they think about us, but how are they receiving us? What is the impact that we're leaving on other people? That is important. Let's paint a bigger picture for you. And this really helps me out a lot. There's this parallel universe of you. And I'm not talking about in theory or there's this like, you know, little what if and another planet you are a celebrity. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. The parallel universe of yourself is the fact that there are so many different versions of you living in the heads of other people. If you go back in time and you think about who you were and how you treated someone 20 years ago, And maybe you've grown, you've evolved, you're not that person anymore. But to that person that experienced you, you are still that person in their mind. You are still treating that person the same way in their mind. You still exist in that way. And if we think about it too much, of course, we're going to become paranoid. We might even become a little bit locked in like, oh no. But think about it. I want you to think back to like say kindergarten, right? If you can. And think of any kid back in kindergarten that you have no clue where they are today. Think about something they did and how you felt. In your mind, that person is still that person. That kid is still that kid in your mind. But they're grown, they're changed. They're no longer that person. But it doesn't matter because in your mind, that's how they exist. That's what I mean by this parallel universe. Keep in mind that when we think about, oh, I don't care what other people think about me, and we're rude, or maybe we're disrespectful, or maybe we create a situation that was mean or uh, insensitive or hurtful to someone else, we need to be aware of that because that is our karma. We can't continue to go on in life in this one-sided perspective and wonder why we're not receiving the respect or the kindness or whatever it is that we're seeking from other people. Can't change who you used to be. No. But as you're reinventing yourself, as you're becoming this new person, you have this opportunity now to change the way that you interact to change the trajectory of your relationships with people you haven't met yet. And at the end of the day, when we leave this earth, whenever that time is, when you're remembered, you are that person in their mind. So be aware of the third person perspective when it comes to you. Even though you're feeling how you're feeling, you're feeling those emotions, right? We're in this space, especially with social media. We just want to express. We just want to share. We want to share how we're feeling. And we get so wrapped up in that. We get wrapped up in ourselves that we forget. Oh, we might be limiting our opportunities somewhere. We might be blocking ourselves from the very thing that we're wanting to attract. So pull back a bit, especially if you know that you're not in a good vibration, you know that you're not feeling positive, you know that you're not feeling in this peaceful space, there's a way to deliver certain things. 
And every interaction you have with someone, it takes 12 positive experiences to overcome one negative one. I know you guys are sweethearts. I know you guys are super soft and sensitive. And that's what I love about you. That goes in that direction too. How are we representing ourselves? Are we presenting ourselves in a confident manner? Because I think we also need to be prepared for the world. And this world is not going to be super sweet and kind to you as we are. And maybe the way that they are treating us is telling us how they're perceiving us. If we're giving a bit too much, if we are allowing for other people to disrespect our boundaries, if we're not honoring our own selves, if we're not respecting ourselves, if we're not prioritizing ourselves, that's remembered too. And that leaves space for those opportunistic people that didn't do the self-awareness work that I'm sharing with you to treat you in a different kind of way. And they'll remember that. They'll dump on you. They leave. They do their own thing. They come back to you because in their mind, they're remembering those experiences that they had with you. You get this opportunity as your reinvented self to say, <laughs> listen, that might've been who I was, but sorry, not sorry. This is a different person now. And what happens is in their mind, they're like having a really hard time. You ever notice that? Like when you go to change or when you're wanting to just kind of, you know, be a new person or be your new self or be the self that you really are, let's be honest, who you want to become is actually you without the conditioning of telling you that you can't be that person. All of the mean things that someone has said to you, all of the bad experiences you've been through, all of the life challenges that taught you that you couldn't grow or expand or shine or be who you want to be, those things are not you. Those are conditions that we've put upon ourselves that block us from being who we really are. And that's what I want to remind you of this person you're desiring for your reinvented self is really who you are without the limitations. Even though I know we have limitations, I know, I know I'm not trying to be too, you know, positive poly, but at the same time, I want to remind you of that. All right, so keep all of that in mind. Whenever you go to change or you're wanting to be this new person, guess what? You're going to be met with some resistance this year. Because you are reinventing yourself and you are showing up brand new. Some people are going to act a little funny, right? Because you're not computing in their brain the way they're used to. And so expect for relationships to change. Some may even dissolve. Some may leave your life. And that's a good thing. Because if someone is not in alignment with who you really are, they don't need to be there. And sometimes it can be really hurtful. It can feel so painful because we built these connections and memories and bonds. But know that when you change internally, everything on the outside changes too. So be prepared for that because that can keep you from really moving forward when we are staying in the space of wanting to cling on and hang on to the things that make us feel comfortable, including people, places, and things and habits, that's really the thing that's going to hold you back. So remember your why this year when it comes to reinventing yourself. Okay. All right. I hope that you enjoyed this. Thank you so much for tuning in. I cannot wait to see how you're going to reinvent yourself this year. 
please follow if you enjoy this content. Also, you can follow me at Harplin Host on Instagram. I love to connect with you. And there I share daily wellness information and all the things to support your mindset while you're on the go. Okay. All right. Well, this concludes our episode. Again, thank yourself for showing up today and thank you for tuning in to Harplin Podcast.